podcast right now is that has it started uh, I, mean, I think that might be started by me saying what a week yeah wow all right the title yeah, for the podcast what a week yeah I, I might have a better one later on but i'll get to that when i get to my story yeah there's usually usually the way these go something duncan says becomes the title that's yeah i mean i try to be the funny guy you know i try to have i try to come up with uh, the best uh the best one-liners yeah like Hats! Hats! <laughs> Boogies! Quote of the year in Material Gamers. I, I had fun doing that channel trailer. I didn't end up being mean with with highlights. You know, got stuff going. It was all nice. Our producer, Stefan, is still talking to us at some point. Uh, apparently it's our fault, or my fault, it just says your, and it's too hot for hats. Believe me, there's nothing better than having a nice... Baseball cap on your head. Baseball, baseball. Let's play baseball. Saves, saves your eyes, man. Yeah. And it saves people seeing your bald spot. <laughs> bald spot. <laughs> I have one. Yeah, yeah, I know. What can it's you do? It's so nice. Good. Ge- I have such wonderful hair genetics, you know? It's like my dad's got a full set of hair, and my mom's had kept, she's like, she's like 53 or 54 or something. She's still she still got all of her color. Uh, that's just that's it's beautiful, man. It's nice. I mean, in the light, my hair. What I mean, what's what's left of it at the moment is becoming, you know, it's, it's nice and it has a sheen to it. It's just thinning out in a lot of places, and then the top of my head is just it's gone. Sucks. Male pattern pal. Yeah, male pattern paldness. Just uh, <laughs> not even gonna bother fixing that one. Yep. I know it's it's just it's just awful. And I've tried the caffeine shampoo trick as well. Is it a caffeine shampoo trick? Uh, apparently, it stimulates the follicles and in, in the head and, and has the chance of causing regrowth. No, I, I, it's probably. I'm I'm sure that's all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. It might work for Listen, you. Listen, if if gorillas can go bald, then there's nothing a human can do that's gonna fix that. It's just. That's just nature at that point. Yeah. I just let it happen. You know, I denied saying I had the bald spot for a couple of years and then just went, ah, fuck it. It's just only shave it all off at the end of the day. Just shave it all off and use a toupee. No one will notice. Oh. And I've been doing just, the brush over. Just like a great big, like, like just, like massive, like 18 inch long wig. Just, it's like no one, no one will notice. Yeah. I got a hair metal wig great i'll fill my dreams of being in kiss wait i actually kind of did that for a secret santa last year it wasn't it, we didn't do an actual secret santa we did a white elephant exchange instead and i felt sorry for the person who got my present which was um it was me with kiss style face paint on as the as the lead singer of the cover band miss i was gene chimmons <laughs> that sounds like a miss to me. I'll be seeing that in my nightmares tonight. <laughs> well, at least, you know, if there's, if there's anything that's happening with this podcast, I can know nightmares will have been caused at the fore of a 31-year-old rotund man dressed in face paint and ginger hair looking like nothing they've ever seen before. 
So based on that, yeah, this is the Immaterial Gamers podcast. The first podcast of year two. Yay! Yay. Year two. So that's, uh, you know, that's all good. And, and the this subscription for year two costs you nothing. No, it doesn't. It just costs your time to listen or to watch. And uh, we've got myself, Ryan, the balding 31-year-old rotund man. We got, we got Who Darius. may or may not be in a Kiss cover band. Hello, yep. everyone. It's your usual vampire. Yep, the Eastern European vampire himself. And uh, we've, we've got uh, Duncan, Canadian that's, extraordinaire. That's me. I'm back. First podcast of you too, baby. Yeah. Skidding in just at the last minute, right before everyone had to go without me. Yeah. And we've got uh, we've got the producer, the one that doesn't speak while at work. It's Steph. Even if he did speak, you wouldn't hear it because he's not recording. Boo. Crickets. Crickets. (laughs) Tumbleweed. Uh, So, uh, yeah. How's it going, guys? Good. Uh, You know. Bit of an exciting morning, but I'm uh I'm alright now. Good, good, Darius. Good, but tired. Yeah. I'm always tired. Cool. I never rested. So yeah. <laughs> Message well, from the producer, sleep. it's too hot. You can always... <laughs> I guess you can always not. sleep during the daylight. Yeah. Yeah, you can always Oh well, yeah, like like Duncan said, you could sleep at some point. Did you ever get around to beating that, that vampire game? Oh he did. I did. Oh he did. Oh yeah. my god. Like two minutes before the end of pod, uh, podcast fifty-two, <laughs> I... Steph reminds me to ask Darius whether he completed it. Yes. And yes, it was completed. Uh speaking of that, I actually enjoyed doing that with the uh, with the podcast last week of just interspersing clips from videos of series we were happy to talk about. Yeah. Which was a, uh, it was nice. Yeah, I missed the the anniversary for family stuff, but no, no, no. I guess because I wasn't there the first time, I felt it also felt kind of appropriate. It's just like, eh, I wasn't there at the beginning. I won't be here at the anniversary. Maybe that'll be my thing. I'll just miss every anniversary. <laughs> just, just, just leave yourself, leave yourself a note for me to, to, to read, and we'll just, uh, we'll just do it like, like that. Because we, you know, we did yeah. talk about Monster Prom, even though we apparently made saying the words Monster Prom a real, real hassle. Both myself and Darius ended up falling into the trap of. Monster Plum. Monster Plum? Yep. That's a Monster Plum right there. It's way That is way bigger than a plum should be. Yeah, just definite. It's James and the Giant Plum. Plum Plum. Doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> nah, nah. So, uh, you know what? I think it's best to kick Year 2 right into gear. In We're the talking ball. about games we played. In the balls? Uh, yeah, kick in the balls. Okay, we'll keep these games we played in the balls. So, uh, yeah, it's time for what's been played. What's been played? And so let's start with Ryan this time. Okay, we'll start with me. I broke out the Wii U this week. Ooh. I I literally thought you were gonna say I broke out the weed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ryan had a very good anniversary celebration. Oh uh, no, that'll be podcast four twenty. Ooh, we got a long ways to go then. Hopefully it'll be legal in the UK by then. Yeah, maybe. It'd be nothing better, right? How how, how should we do this? I have never smoked the weed in any shape or form. So you know what? Podcast four twenty. Let's just go for it. Ryan tries it. <laughs> <laughs> but now, what I did is I broke out the Wii U, and I got a game that I meant to have on my radar for ever since I got the Wii U. Last year, you know, years after it's already 
been defunct. But um, what we did do is buy a game called Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Sharp F-E pound hashtag whatever other way people say that symbol. What symbol? Okay. The hashtag symbol. Uh, the hashtag symbol. Hmm. Sounds like a bunch. Of, hash- sounds like a bunch of cursing. <laughs> yeah, but it was a yeah Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which is a crossover game between a Shin Megami Sensei game, like the games Shin Megami Sensei or Persona, and Fire mm-hmm. Emblem. Oh. oh my God, Fire Emblem! I like that game. Yeah, there's not much in terms of a Fire Emblem combat system to it. It is a pure Persona style. SMT style RPG. It's just that it has spirits of Fire Emblem characters. Okay, fair enough. But uh, yeah, plays out like your like any other. Well, it basically plays out like a Persona game, to be honest. Except your main character speaks. Konnichiwa. Oh, it's heavy on the Japanese. That's all he says. Actually, he just says Konnichiwa. All the way through. He says that, and everyone else goes as animas or whatever it is. You know, I, I will do my best. I've butchered the Japanese language, and for that I apologise. But, um, yeah, no, I'm actually quite enjoying it. It is, you know, I love the SMT games. They're brutal in difficulty, but they are so fun in their mechanics. And the story's alright as well, I suppose. You, you, some school kids who, one of you was involved in a disappearance of an entire theatre of people one night. And there's some demons leaking into the world to take humans out and steal their performer. It's like their ability to perform. What's about them, their personality, drive, motivation. And to try and do a demon takeover of the world, from what it looks like. Um, And you are part of a group of hybrid people. Effectively, you are talent performers and demon hunters. Talent performers and demon hunters. Yep. Uh, Apparently the best way of... The dungeons in the game are called idolospheres, as in idols. This sounds like a shoujo anime or something. <laughs> I, I, you know what? The best thing is to probably describe it as such. It is very weeaboo, very anime. Um, well, it's Japanese, so what do you expect? Yeah, but it's fun. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's the main part of it. That's that's what should you know. That's what makes games what they are. They're fun. They're not like Call of Duty where you should use, let's see, oh, how do we do this? Uh, Let's sell the fact that in your multiplayer PvP games, you can launch white phosphorus on people to get your killstreaks going. White phosphorus, the banned substance that is not to be used in combat situations and is an actual literal fucking war crime to use in civilian situations. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, that went a bit dark, but... uh... Yeah, but at least, you know, people who want to be singers and dancers while also battling the demon hordes is a fun experience. Though they have messed up... Well, they've changed the how the attacks work in the game, or in an SMT game, and it threw me off initially. So, in every Shin Megami Tensei game, it's usually the same thing. You and your ter- team take a or get given a set amount of turns per round to hit the opposing team. After you've used all your your moves, the opposing team does the same thing back. And the way that you manipulate 
how much damage you can deal per turn is by exploiting weaknesses. So every character in a game, enemy or ally, has strengths and weaknesses. And if you exploit the weakness of a given enemy, you gain an extra half a turn. Sounds which very allows persona. You to, yeah. That's the persona is based off the the SMT um, mechanics. I mean, it used to be called SMT Persona, but they dropped that because Persona branched out into its own franchise. It was initially a spin-off game anyway. But um, but yeah, so so far so Persona. In Tokyo Mirage Sessions, they've threw that out the window. You have a standard turn-based combat bar. So you've got a bar at the top that shows all your characters, all the enemies, and when a character gets to the left-hand side, it's their move, they can do their action, so on and so forth. But that's not to say that they've still not made the combat interesting, because the way that it works is they now have the session mechanic. So every character still has strengths and weaknesses, but the way it works now is that when you hit an enemy and you exploit their weakness... If a character has what's called a session skill, they then attack as well. And the idea is that you chain them all together to try and do your main character's attack and then your other party members' attacks to deal as much damage as they can per attack. So a team can a team of three members could hit an enemy nine times if they exploit the weaknesses correctly. But again, like I say, it works the other way around as well because... SMT has been nothing if not balanced. Hmm. So, you know. But yeah, other than that, same sort of same sort of business. Items that upgrade, different weapons that change each character's strengths and weaknesses, fusion. There's no demons. You don't you don't ally with demons anymore. You don't have to do weird negotiations in the middle of combat. But every party member has a mirage, which is what provides them strength. And they go into they go into carnage mode to fuse with this spirit of a Fire Emblem character and kick shit out of people. But uh, yeah, no, so far so good. Um, heading towards like a boss now. It seems to be the sister of one of the main characters who disappeared at the beginning of the game. So it's uh, interesting, but uh, I may come back to that and talk more about it. At some point, once I've got a bit further through the story, it does sound it does sound interesting. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's that's me. And so uh, Darius, since you were so eager to get me to go first, I shall be no, starting with you going second. No, I don't want to. No, it's too late. You've been chosen now, sir. Damn you! You've been chosen. Damn as, you, uh, Ryan! Sac- sacrifice for the no tribute for the Hunger Games. For the fifty-second yep. Immaterial Gamers Hunger Game. So, yep. sh- does that the, does that mean I will die soon enough? Only if you lose. And what I have we to do rate to your not performance to lose. at the end of this uh, section. God damn it! Should I strip down or something? Nope, don't do that. But so you should get so you get sponsors. <laughs> yeah. So so you get sponsors. Um, please provide <laughs> us with information of the game you have played. Right, so what I have been playing is, well, actually it's going to be out in the span of the last two weeks. Okay. Because, first of all, yes, I have finished the Vampire. Yay! As I, <laughs> as I mentioned last week. And yep. I was literally like less than two hours, two or three hours, I think, something like that, um, before the 
finish of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, however, I do have a feeling that I should take longer. Like, basically, slip in the game, make the time pass. Yes. So that the um, communities in, you know, in each district can evolve. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, I didn't know it's going to be the end of the game. I thought there would be a little bit more to it. So yeah, I went. So you, I went so you were ambushed by the ending. Uh, kind of, yeah. It does. It didn't really told me that. Yeah, this is the ending, and there is no coming back from it. Okay. Because most of the games, most of the games, telling you that that's that's it. That if you move forward, there will be yeah. no coming back. Yes, you still can come back uh, if this is like open world game. You still can come back to it. In Final Fantasy XV, there's like 12 of those, where it's just like, by the way, you can't come back if you go forward from here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have finished the story. I have battled the last boss, uh, which was easier than most of the other encounters. Mm. Um, yeah, I was expecting to be battling like the old kind of vampire who I should, what I would have to trick somehow to beat him. Uh, but no, it was like a, let's call it like on my level vampire where I just kind of like slashed, pierce, bite, suck, all those suck. all those things. <laughs> yeah, I was sucking his blood. How do you suck a vampire's blood? And basically to make it yours. Do you, if you suck, if a vampire sucks another vampire's blood, do they become a super vampire? No, it's, you just regenerate your own health. Or does that just kill you? Eh, <laughs> hey, well, um, that's... Two wrongs make a dead. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um... I was expecting more for the en from the ending, as in... It turns out that the whole... Big old vampire who made me a vampire... My maker, basically. Uh, was an Asian jackass who didn't really care about anything. Mm. Uh, basically, the ending made the whole plot shallow. Because uh, at the end, I was like, "Okay, uh, he is uh, the ba the big Asian uh, god godlike vampire." Yeah. And there is she. She's a godlike blood um, goddess or something. And all what she wants, and all what she wants, because she cannot control the hunger so much. She just wants to ca cause the havoc on Earth, and she does that every century or every few centuries. Reminds me of those uh, old pizza pocket commercials. It's like hunger; it just can't be ignored. Except instead of pizza pockets, it's blood. And <laughs> yeah, and basically that the, the the old dude is just telling her, okay, had you had your phone? Did you cause enough chaos? Did you make them suffer enough right now so we can go back to sleep now? And she's yeah, let's go sleep. Yay, the game has done done. <laughs> it's like a it's like a it's like a dad or a grandpa taking their kid to the park. So you like, know you had your phone. It's like yes, we can go home now. So you didn't even need to be there. You didn't really even interact with any of it. So you were just, it's just yeah. a doctor, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Wow. I was I'm, okay. This is not the main focus of the game, uh, but it was like a main anchor point for the whole plot. Hmm. And yeah, I'm just kind of like disappointed of it. But 
I do I did like um exploring all the stories of the other characters because they are not they were not they weren't connected uh into like some of them they weren't connected to the vampire situation you just kind of dealt with normal life situations and problems Sometimes when you're a vampire, you just want to get away from vampire problems and vampire drama, you know? You yeah. want to know, like, what's the banker up to? You know, like, what, what, what's, what's going on with the baker down the street, you know? Yeah. And, well, uh, playing this game on good part, so where you're trying not to kill anyone, I've mentioned it many, many times, it's mm. freaking hard as hell. I imagine it would be really hard to be a vampire and not eat people. Yes, it is. It really is. Because the amount of the experience which you're getting from the normal standard quest and random encounters with humans, which are and like basic enemies, it's minimal. So you yeah, I remember. So okay, yeah. Well, there is that. Uh, you either spending loads of hours killing random shit, slipping every, let's say, ten twenty minutes of real time, which makes the time the game progress, which make the villagers. Um, progress their own story for which you're getting experience so yeah if you mm. if you want to spend like 4 to 60 hours on sleeping and talking to everyone yeah go for it yeah I remember in uh, the game the PS3 titles Infamous and Infamous 2 I don't know I yes. can't remember if you can do it in Infamous 2 but I remember in Infamous 1 it was the thing where uh, you know if you were if you were fighting bad guys you could either just like knock them out and that was just like neutral experience and yes. neutral karma um or you could kill them like you could like uh, you could like handcuff them with electricity which doesn't make any sense and that would be like good karma mm-hmm. oh yes or or if you were desperate for power to like recharge your electrical powers you could just like drain all their bioelectric energy out of a person which fully recharged all of your energy which obviously doesn't make any sense i don't know why one person recharges a superhuman but it does it anyway but that gives you evil karma mm. so but it was obviously always way better to to go and steal all their energy because hey you could fully recharge all of your electricity if you eat one person mm. you know However, so even if you were playing the so even if you were playing with like if you were playing the good version of the game, you could, like, you know, every once in a while, you could just eat one random person and it wouldn't give you that much karma. You could fix it pretty easily. Mm-hmm. If, you just, yeah. if you're just desperate for electricity. Especially while fighting the bosses or something like that. Mm. So, yeah, anyway, I got a, pl- um, I think a trophy for it for being a good guy in this game. Yeah, good guy trophy. <laughs> yeah, a trophy for being a good guy. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 totally, you know, I forgot that's like, that's like, you know, that's what they call it. Are you playing, is this a PlayStation game? It is. Yeah, I for, I kind of forgot that that's what the, their system was called, the trophy system, because this is like, it's this funny thing. It's like handing a vampire a trophy for being a good guy, like like IRL, like that would just be really funny. <laughs> just a little a little bronze trophy that says good didn't guy. Didn't eat didn't eat that many people. <laughs> yeah, didn't turn us all into into a plasma farm. But yeah, anyway, being a bad guy in the games is kind of easy at the moment because you just literally mm. kill ever living person yeah i mean that's that's always that was always the thing with karma systems in games when it went one way or the other it was a lot harder to be a good guy than it was a bad guy yeah take something like dishonored as well oh yeah that was a yeah it was like that was really really tough to beat everyone in that game without killing and you know 
And that's why I didn't uh, really care then I started killing people. Yeah. And I guess that's why in sort of the original Mass Effect trilogy, it was nice to have the bars be independent of one another. Yeah. So, you, you know, you could be a really good commander who strayed off the off the, the path every now and again. Or you could be the absolute rebellious dickhead who had a heart, you know. But no, it's nice to see that uh, that year one's vampire project. Well, don't forget the thing, uh, the game um, Kings of the Old Republic. Oh yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. That King, they Kings they really they system of the being good and evil was great. I would say even even now, because the game mm. is what almost fifteen years old. Yeah, that makes me feel old. And they they good and evil, uh, good and bad system still works. Mm. So yeah, I would like to play like on the third installment of this game. Yeah. Good RPG. Make me a little bit right. nostalgic. <laughs> it does. It does. Right, Duncan. It is your turn, sir. All right. So I've been ha- I've had a nasty habit of not playing games lately. I've uh, I've heard that that's the case. Yeah, I'm I'm having some problems. Uh, I did recently pick up. Uh, it's this is a bit of a uh, this is a bit of a wild card. I'll admit this is probably the biggest curveball I've thrown since I started recording for this podcast. I've uh, picked up a mobile game <gasps> on the recommendation okay. of uh, a coworker here. Yeah. Uh, it's called BitLife. BitLife. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone's ever heard of this before. Nope. But I, um, it sounds familiar, but only by name. So BitLife is a mobile game that is essentially, it's essentially a glorified, like, idle game, but, like, with way more to it than a regular idle game, I guess. Okay. It's it's a randomly generated, like, it's like a random, like, procedurally generated, like, life simulator, like, text-based life simulator. Oh my god. You start the game off born as a baby, as a random person. Uh, you don't choose any of your... Just like in real life, you don't choose any of your starting stats at all. You you are a person. You're, I think you're... I don't know how many countries you can be born in. I know for a fact you can go UK and Canada. Both times I've been born, I was in Canadian. Yeah. Uh, I was a girl both times, so... <laughs> Good uh, stuff. Yeah, so your whole... Your whole game is just is basically a menu with five options. Uh, it goes from it's like school, assets, relationships, activities, and in the middle is just a big green button that says age. <laughs> Every time you cut, you press the green button, you age by one year. Okay. It's completely unceremonious. It's not like it's not like oh here we go you're aging a year. These are all the things that are happening. You just go just bink. Like- you are now one year old. Bink. You are now two years old. <laughs> Uh, and occasionally you get like notifications telling you something that happened during that year okay so while you're talking about this I've just downloaded it Steph's downloaded it I'm going to click the new live button okay what what is it called again? BitLife B-I-T Life so age zero years I was born a female in Denver United States I was an accidental pregnancy yeah yeah this is a that's kind of like the weird thing about this game you get some... It's not like a kid's game. It's not really like a general audience's game. Like, you get some, like, 
weird stuff. Like, everything is fairly, like, tame and cutesy, like, artistically. But, like, you know, sometimes you're born out of accidental crap. Sometimes you get cancer. You know, sometimes you you get rejected. You get turned down on your first date. You get stood up. Sometimes, Sometimes you have conversations with people at random about... How it's illegal to have to masturbate in Venezuela, you know? It's like you just get weird. It's just such a weird game. Yeah. I mean, my, my name is Susan Littlewood. My father is Apollo Littlewood, an insurance agent, aged 49. My mother is Kiara Littlewood, a choreographer, aged 25. We have a family dog named Amaya. And I don't I don't have a good good relationship with Amaya. Yet I love my mother and father very much. Oh, you have sent me down the rabbit hole purely by telling me about this game, Duncan. Yeah, so, like, when you, obviously when you're an infant, there's not much you can do in terms of activities or interactions Hey, with I've been born in Dallas, and I've been plumped. <laughs> oh, good! <laughs> oh, very good. So, Duncan, yeah, as you were saying, mate, sorry. <laughs> so, in terms of activities and relationship stuff, like, there's not much you can do when you're in it as you're an infant. But as you get older and older, you can have more, you can have more elaborate interactions with your with your, you know, your social circle, your family, your pets, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can do, you can have, you can manage your social media account, you can manage your finances, you can buy cars, buy houses, you know, choose what school you're going to, what job you want to get, you know, you can have sex with people, you can go clubbing, you can do your nails, you can do your hair, it's, it's, like, there's quite a shocking amount of stuff that you can do really and yeah. i don't know i i constantly get this this weird feeling in the back of my mind like this whole app is like some kind of weird social experiment to like test to see like how much people can be bothered to do certain things and keep up with certain activities as they get older and older and there's just more stuff to do and how many people just get like lazy and just kind of like do a couple things that they need to do to get their stats maxed out and then just move on. Because mm. it's just like, I definitely feel myself like caring less and less about getting all everything I possibly can done in a single year <laughs> and just taking care of the important things. Maggie, the family cat died at age of 12. Oh, not the family cat. No. Yeah, if your pets die, you can mourn the pet to make yourself feel better about it. You can get a new pet. You can also release your pet into the wild or sell them. Oh my God. It, that's another thing that's really weird about this game is that it gives you so many opportunities to just straight up blatantly play it wrong. To just do everything that you shouldn't do. Ooh, I can yeah. visit a doctor. Yeah, you can. It's like, and it's like sometimes like you can't really tell what you're going to do or what you've chosen to do is going to be a good thing or a bad thing right away. Kind of like in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, I had, a, I had a sister in this game that's four years younger than me. You know, and when I were first born, I was, you know, I was like, okay, maybe I... This, they used to give an option to rumble with them. Like, and there's like a picture of a boxing glove next to it. And uh, I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of funny. I mean, I mean I'm five years old and my, sis- my, my sister is one, so maybe I shouldn't rumble with her yet you know i don't want to punch a toddler in the face you know (laughs) that was my suggestion for the other title by the way (laughs) punch a toddler in the face oh god Uh, no um should i go to the funeral so they went 
so when we were got a little bit older, when I was like, when I was eight and she was four, um, I was like, ah, oh, maybe we'll rumble now, you know. And I just assume in my and in my mind, I'm just imagining like, you know, like play fighting, you know, as siblings do, you know. Sometimes they wrestle, sometimes they tussle, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then like I go, I click on rumble, and I get this ominous notification asking me, "Are you sure you want to rumble with your sister?" It's just like, well, well not anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you make a sell I'm gonna like. The shit out of her, like Duel to the I, death. I just thought I was just gonna play a little, have a little play fight. You make it sound like we're serious. I don't want to <laughs> fight her now. My sister oh, later no. grew up to join the air force. My dog's now died. Not the dog. Get how? Oh my Get god. How? How did he die? Chicken bone? Nope. He was attacked by eagle. <laughs> <laughs> no, not an eagle. That was the, the great, the great Dallas eagle. <laughs> Just now when I just now when I went no, I I made a sound wave and audacity that looked like kind of like a pig. It was kind of cute. <laughs> oh man, no. So so you've sent us right down the rabbit hole, my friend. That is. I I sure have. Oh, that is going to be absolutely mad. I'd 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 say we you know we don't usually rec well, we every now and again come to recommending games. I think this one's on the list purely due to how bit crushingly bit crushingly heart crushingly bitter this game could be yeah this is like i've had three pets that died over my life so far i'm currently on my fourth my third dog yeah a little little mutt named mini uh right now i am um how old am i like 31 i think right 31 wait are we talking about your real life or the game life no the game life (laughs) no i'm not i'm not 31 years old there you would have known that if you had waited until I introduced myself as Mary Williams, a 31-year-old female banker. Oh, nice. Um, make $60,000 a year. I own a cute little uh, condo with my, uh, with, uh, my uh, we'll say, dark-skinned bo- uh, husband, Landon Williams, who I've known since high school. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we've got we've got uh, we have one car. We had two, but one got repossessed because I went to school. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I I didn't realize it didn't really tell me that I was this was gonna happen. Uh, I ended up having to leave my job to go back to school for for um, graduate school, and uh, so yeah, it just kicked me out of my old job, and uh, like my thirty thousand dollars a year worth of bills. Where just I just didn't have the money to pay for it, so I had my I had my house repossessed, and I had one of my cars repossessed, so I had to downsize. But now I make a way more money, and uh, quaint little studio. But yeah, it's uh it's interesting. It's just I don't know. It's like like I'm I'm having I'm enjoying it, but at the same time, it's like kind of like creepy to me. I don't know what it is about like like life simulators like this. There's something like eerie about like pretending to live a, a different life and like like doing way better at it than I am in my current life. Mm. You know, because it's like, oh, when it's just the press of a button, oh, of course I'll go to the gym every day and read books at the library and do yoga and oh yeah, I'll get my hairs done and my nails done. I'll go get a boyfriend or you know all that good stuff. What the hell? But then the I'm br- me, and I'm not doing any of that. Uh, on the and brink then, of World War Three, Ethiopia and France have settled their differences for the betterment of their people. 
Excuse me, was that is that well, a, I had better that one. You're getting in your game. That was in game at age ten years. Ethiopia and France settled their differences at the cost of two thousand and ninety five deaths and additional nine thousand and seventy four injured. On the brink of okay, World War Three, the United Kingdom and Romania have settled their differences for the betterment of their people. Casualties from the war measure in the thousands. Wait. Only thousands for World War Three? Why do they that even bother calling that it? That's that? the brink of the World War Three. So it's not actually World War Three. Oh, at the brink of World War Three. Okay, they didn't actually do it. Okay. Oh no! Damn it, Romania! So I knew it. I yeah. So basically, United Kingdom were fighting Romanians. I mean, like, how do did they fought the Romanians who were already here? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's just like again. I just, I just, I also have just this weird nagging feeling in the back of my mind. Like there's some kind of like weird, like someone's collecting this data, and it's mm. like just paying, just watching intently what I do with my character. Because it's like I feel like there's just something to be said about the fact that you know when I'm really broke, I just can't be bothered to you know go out and do all like my cosmetics, and you know maybe I don't worry so much about going to the gym. Every day when my house has been repossessed, you know, and I feel like like there's just this, the fact that they keep offering me, the choice to do weird things like, like if I bump into somebody at the club, you know, I could either like just ignore them and walk away and nothing bad ever happens, or yeah. I could like literally charge into them and like like body tackle them, you know, like those are equal options in the same interaction, and I'm just like. They're just—they're only putting that in there to tempt people. They just want—they want to know what kind of sick people there are out there who just do crazy shit like this just to see what happens. And it's—I mm. don't know. There's something weird about about that. Ah, oh, age fourteen years. I've been diagnosed with depression. Wow, oh, good. Well, there are uh, mental health doctors in this game. Good for you. Yeah. Ooh, which local medical oh. doctor shall I consult? Doctor Gabe McCain or Doctor Andreas Gump? Gump sounds cool, so, but yeah, another other. Sometimes you can get some other weird interactions with like medical stuff too. Like I, I went to the doctor for four years to have to try to cure my migraines. I went to the chiropractor one time, and they cured my migraines forever. It's just like what? How did that happen? <laughs> um, nocturnal gender is now being formally recognized as a gender option on Singapore's census. Nocturnal? What? Why? No, no. Ooh, I can commit a crime. Yeah, you can just do that. You can just you can just commit a crime if you feel like it. I can like see it. someone. I also, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my game of the week. I don't know what's going to happen as I keep playing, but um, oh sweet sweet money there, Steph. Four twenty, blaze it. I need work. Uh, I continue to suffer from depression. Right, based on that, then <laughs> before we end up going on that further, we will discuss. I think with the time that we've got left. We will discuss one news story. So it's news time. News time. And I think it's just the top one. It has to be the top one. So we are probably the best three people to talk about E3 at the moment, considering we didn't do that best of E3 podcast. Uh, I've heard of E3. We yeah. are the not. We are the not E3. We are. But there is a slight advantage of that as well. And with Immaterial Gamers being such a fledgling thing that it is, none of us went to E3 because no one would know who we are. We wouldn't get a press pass. And 
that turns out at the moment that's a good thing because according to virtually everywhere in the world but i got the story from gamesindustry.biz the deep the private details of 2025 games journalists uh, industry journalists and video producers youtubers have been leaked online from the esa's own website <laughs> yeah yeah you, know, you know that uh that theme music from oh, curb your enthusiasm is exactly that moment according to the article it was accessible via the website through a download link you could just download everyone's information and that's their phone numbers addresses other contact details full name address of 2000 people so uh, yeah the ESA unintentionally doxed 2,000 people. Can I we hate just it when I accidentally dox 2,000 press members. Yeah. You know, that's that's why I'm on the idea that, if, you know, when Immaterial Gamers gets off the ground, we're not going to have registration and, you know, game info. I don't want to have to deal with GDPR and the data protection and stuff like that. Just just let people comment Come and go. anonymously. It's it's not necessary, because I don't want to have to deal with shit like that. But then again, I feel that even I could do better than the ESA in keeping people's fucking protected details protected. Potato details as well. Yeah, they're, they're potato details. Oh, God. They know my address. They know my name. They know my credit card information. Oh, my God. Why do they know my potatoes? Yeah. So, you know, can we just give a <laughs> slow clap round of applause to the ESA for being grade A idiots. Oh, Thank you very much for joining me on that one, guys. That was, that perhaps, was really... Uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps it's okay to be immaterial. Yeah, God, definitely, because... Oh. My God! Right, you know what? Actually, that one went a bit quicker, uh, quicker than uh, I was expecting. We'll do one more. Oh, you heard about the big mixer news, right? The mixer, what? Yeah. So you know you got Twitch. Ah, okay. Microsoft has got a streaming service called Mixer, and they had the there. There was a big, massive announcement involving Mixer last week. That's right. They had their cleavage updates. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did you think I was going to talk about Ninja? I never watched him while he was on Twitch. Now he's going to be on a service that I don't even watch. Who the hell is Ninja? Uh, he's a Fortnite player. He's apparently the most popular Fortnite player, the most popular streamer on Twitch. Fortnite. Formerly. I said Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. The game that shall not be named. But uh, no, no, there but was we the, just, the, the we just other. Named it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was the other story that's come out about uh, Mixer's clothing guidelines and how that determines what kind of streaming channel you actually are. Uh, this is according to PC Gamer. That uh, stated that. <laughs> oh, here we go. Where's the list? Here's the rating specific clothing guidelines and how it determines uh, whether you're family friendly or not. So, for a family friendly stream, clothing must cover the entire visible body from a few inches above the bust line. Uh, it cannot be strapless and should show little to no cleavage. Damn it! That's for a family friendly stream. You're a teen stream, 
Clothing can reveal more than a hint of cleavage, but still covers the entire visible body and cannot be strapless. And if you're uh, if you're an 18 plus stream, the chest must be covered from the bust line to the end of the rib cage. No under cleavage. So it's going on the idea that if there's even a little bit of skin, you are not family friendly, and only the adults should be watching your gaming stream. I mean, how archaic do you have to get? That's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I just, I don't even know what to say. I really don't. I'm just making noises <laughs> in the microphone. You know, it's it's not like we, it's not like we're asking for a sort of a rule on here that just says, right, ladies, get your tits out, because that's just as fucking disrespectful as the other way. But you know, there's something to be said about the fact that. You know these 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 streaming clothing guidelines seem to be heavily targeted towards the females as well. So you know, it says something that that women can't you know dress how they wish to dress without being told that they might be making themselves a sex object. I mean, come on. I mean, it covers it in the same article that uh, Twitch's guidelines that they're frustratingly vague of what did what counts as clothing or not. I mean, it suggests that their streamers should wear clothes that they would, quote, wear on a public street or to a mall or restaurant. You know. Well, on a kind of... I do kind of think the kind of guidelines are fine, but I would say mm-hmm. they went a little bit too far making it so specific. Yeah. That's, that's the only issue. Other than that, I'm okay with guidelines. I feel like to counterbalance the issue of you know, a you know, asymmetrical gender guidelines for clothing. We should just have like a bunch of topless dudes start starts uh, streaming. Just have a bunch of dudes go out and dress, you know, quote unquote inappropriately, and uh, just see how long it takes for someone to Bump them. respond to it. You guys ended it's up just like, what are you gonna do? Ban us all? Yeah, yeah. Get people loading up a six pack stream. Or if it'd be something exactly. for, for someone like me, it'd be a six flab stream. <laughs> six flab, yeah. But yeah, good. Like it, it would be great if we like it'd be great if we can get some like fit guys in there in in particular. But you know, just anyone, really. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, cover, fair, cover the, the nipples, like like just just like I don't know, put like tie a towel around the nipple area and then just put everything else completely topless. Yeah. Look, guidelines. Am I right? Yes, I would say so. So, yeah, that's like the the little bits of of news. You know what? One more. Screw it. We've got three stories, so let's get the three stories out of the way. So, right at the beginning of Immaterial Gamers, a few of us played a game called Deceit. That okay. sounds like people don't remember that they played Deceit. That sounds like I happened. have not played Deceit. <laughs> you probably weren't around. I'm sure Darius was. Steph, if he's still around, did. <laughs> But that was made by a game developer called Auto- uh, Automation Games. Or, yeah, Auto- Automation Games. Um, and they were proceeding to look to make a Battle Royal, because every fucking company wants to make a Battle Royal, yeah. with their one that it was going to be a thousand-person Battle Royal instead. That was their that was their gimmick. That is was to, to add more people, people. in one server. Yeah. So it was, it was called Maverick's Proving Grounds, and I say was, because they've entered administration, filed for bankruptcy, are most likely going to shut down. 
well, taking well, that, taking that project with it. Have they declared bankruptcy, or have they declared are they insolvent? They've they've entered administration, which mean over here, in terms of business wise, is effectively filing for bankruptcy. All their all their funds now get controlled by government appointed administrators, just to make sure that debtors get the money before the company usually winds up. There have been cases where a company that has been in administration does recover their finances and and sort of ends up getting a new buyer and, and stuff like that, but not very often. And that's what's happened in this case. The The information that, that's come on it is that apparently Deceit will continue to operate because licensing agreements have allowed that to continue, which basically sounds like they sold their IP on to someone who could run the game on their behalf. They could just be credited as developing it. Um, but... The other thing on this is that this makes this now the second high-profile title. Here's a here's an admittal. I'd never heard of it until this article, but it's the second high-profile title of the the engine Spatial OS to have been canned. Um, the guys behind I Am Bread and Surgeon Simulator, Bossa Studios, they had a, an MMO out called Worlds Adrift. And I sort of looked forward to that being used. And then apparently that closed down a couple of months back with them saying, vaguely stating that they, it was not a viable project. They tried to get the dream, but it's not something that could be done. Anyone who's bought this game will get our games as an apology. And going forward, these are the sort of titles you will expect from us in the future, which suggests that the... The engine itself, Spatial OS, is not very good for game developers, which hmm. uh, you know, sort of talks about a bigger problem. But, you know, it's a, it's a shame. I kind of liked Deceit, but I mean, once you everything with these sort of hidden identity games like that, there's only so many variations of the same theme you can play. Oh, look, yeah. you'll you'll never trust people. You'll find reasons to never trust people. You'll find times where you were right, sometimes where you were wrong, and sometimes where you just sowed the seeds of discord anyway. I feel like, yeah, I feel like those kinds of games are are best played by, by uh, you know, like web personalities and such anyway, even though it's obviously a very small demographic as far as sales go. Mm. Just because it's like, you know, and then because then they can be like, oh, throw in some wacky shenanigans and role play and just other like just random crap that's not necessary for the game to progress to make it more entertaining yeah because otherwise i feel like a group of friends playing that kind of game over and over again eventually it, it gets kind of formulaic mm. yeah but, definitely uh, and that's that sort of sort of just sort of how how it worked but yeah but yeah i think uh, i think what they should have done instead uh, when the things when they were starting to run over budget, the uh, automation guys, they should have just pivoted and turned the game to an auto chess. Yeah, would have yeah, been way easier to develop, and they would they would have had it out in a couple months, made all oh their money god. back. Thousand per, per thousand person auto chess. Oh my god, that would be ridiculous. Games oh. would last like thirty six hours. Oh man, oh they could do it on a tournament scene, something like Twitch Rivals or something like that, just like a. A one-shot auto chess. Imagine sort of getting the big three who are doing the auto chess scene at the moment. So, the guys that made auto oh, chess, no. Valve and 
uh, riot. Shit. Get them to do it. My hmm? mother died age 74 on uh, the cause of death is AIDS. However, I inherited uh, $30,000. $300. Oh, I'm so sorry for your virtual loss. Uh, R.I.P. I would skip the mom. funeral. <laughs> you skipped the funeral. Oh, God, Darius. You heartless bastard. Thanks for the money, Mom. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's the title. Born you never. <laughs> That's the title. Thanks for the money, Mom. Bye. Oh, Jesus. Right, well, based on that then, because I think we, we got as, as much as we were talking about uh, auto chess and automation games there. Automation chess. Uh, no, we'll, we will wrap this up now. Come so, on, it uh, would be perfect. Automation makes auto chess? How did they not think of this before they went insolvent? The I, dumbasses. Oh. They deserve to go bankrupt. <laughs> think it for this. I, I'm, I'm kidding. They, there's a bunch of people. There are real people at that company who have jobs and families. Some of them have moms who may or may not be dying. And I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't say that. It's, it's, I, I hope they all do well in the future. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a shame that it's happened, but, you know, lessons learned, I guess. So uh, Don't try to develop games uh, fit designed for 1,000 people. And uh, if you do, don't use whatever that engine is. Yeah, don't use Special OS, apparently. Don't, don't use Special OS. Apparently it sucks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we will wrap this up then. So if you enjoyed this podcast, you're a sick person. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, but please, please enjoy it. do share it. Yeah, yeah, sh- yeah. Enjoy it. I mean, I can't tell you what to do, but please like, share, subscribe. Um, you know, listen to it on the podcasts. Share it on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, all the stuff is in the description of both the audio feed and the video. So go ahead and do that. Um, our schedule, because this seems to be the thing that we do for the podcast, is the schedule. Check out the uh, channel trailer. No. Well, do check out the channel trailer. But we start from the Tuesday podcast. Hello. Wednesday. Every other Wednesday when we get back to it. On hiatus at the moment. Shattered Reflections. Thursdays. Teamfight Thursdays. Where we do some teamfighty stuff. Fridays. War Table. Where Stephen does some war stuff. Fights aliens at the moment in XCOM. He's doing sufficiently. Uh, Saturdays play sessions or something immaterially different or an immaterial take on remind me duncan we need to sort something out for that one that you were looking to do yeah we should uh we should set a time for that sometime yeah because i am definitely up for that i've got my schedule posted on the discord so use that as a reference yeah will do uh sundays sibling rivalry has returned yay episode five is up Wink, wink. Um, but uh, yeah, we get back into it. The bingo is hotting up. I mean, as as a person who has watched these videos so far, it's getting interesting. And uh, Monday is going rogue. I'm near the end of my Hades journey. Whether I succeed in the final task, it will uh, be left for fate to decide. But uh, you know, I've had fun with it. Need to now look at the list of roguelikes to see what's next. Maybe put them in the wheel and uh, get some choice. Unless anyone else wants to go rogue at some point. But uh, I yeah, always go rogue with FDL. I might have. Yeah. Or I might will. So definitely on I'm there. I'm not sure. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, 
upcoming show, roleplay, uh, roleplay, dual play, is there. There's other ideas down the line as well. There are the idea. Yeah, there is the thinking. material. Is just we lacking a little bit of more time and basically time. Yeah. Stars. But we'll get there. <laughs> right. So with that, I want to say thank you, Duncan. Thank you, Darius. Thank you, Ryan. No problem. Always good to be here. And uh, thank you, Steph, wherever you are. He's dead, apparently. Oh, that's a shame. No, I will. Well, we we. I will we, attend. I will inherit the money I will, attend, I will attend this funeral then. Okay, cool. Well, we we will all do that. So until next time, please, for God's sake, don't kill each other. Kill your life simulations instead. Yeah. Wait till your mom dies. Collect the inheritance. Yeah. Don't quote her if you're not. <laughs> I can't endorse that, but, you know, what can we do? Right, see you next week, guys. Next week! Bye-bye.